Happy Friday, everyone. Hope you've had a wonderful week and are ready for the Memorial Day weekend. Welcome to Life in a Leo. I'm your host, Rebecca Dengrove, and this is episode 19. Sorry this is coming out a little late today, just trying to gather all my thoughts and good examples for today's show. It's that time of year when most of you start training new skills, getting new floor routines, and working all the fun stuff that makes being a gymnast so exciting. Let us know what you're working on this summer or have already learned. You can send us a message on Instagram at Rebecca's Mom Leo or email me, Rebecca at Leotard.com. We'd love to give you a shout out on this show all summer long, so don't hold back. Staying on the topic of new things, how many of you are getting new floor routines this summer? Or if you're a compulsory gymnast, learning the routine for the next level? I'm sure most of you are at least working on something new as it relates to your floor routine, and that brings me to today's topic, artistry. First, on a fundamental level, artistry is something you should be training just like you would train strength and flexibility. Second, what is artistry and what are the judges looking for exactly? Finally, what are some examples of amazing artistry, at least in my opinion? So maybe we should start with what is artistry and what are the judges looking for? In the code of points, there are three parts that define excellent artistry. The first is originality, creativity of choreography in elements and connections with a maximum deduction of up to one-tenth. The second says quality of movement to reflect personal style. And this also has a maximum deduction of up to one-tenth. Finally, the third thing you're being evaluated on with regards to artistry is the quality of expression. The examples provided say projection and focus, and this finally has a maximum deduction of up to one-tenth. So altogether, you can lose a total of up to three-tenths in artistry, something that can really be used to help differentiate routines in a competition. The three points provided are a bit confusing. That doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be any other information in the code explaining exactly what these expectations mean, which is why you see fluctuation in scores as well, because some judges might interpret artistry differently than others. So here's how I think about it. The first point, originality and creativity of choreography. This is a tough directive because I think it's so vague. Since I was trained to judge to the benefit of the gymnast, I'm looking for connections, I might not usually see. Dance that flows throughout and isn't just a series of poses and someone that's using their body to its fullest. So big arm movements, small arm movements, movements that go high and low and use the entire floor. Movements that are fast and slow, using your head through movements. These are all things that help create differentiation and can give the appearance of creative or original movement or choreography. The second point, quality of movement to reflect personal style. Again, what is that supposed to mean? Everyone has different personal styles, so how do you define the quality of someone's personal style? Well, the way I interpret this goes several ways. Does the routine tell a story or have a theme, and does the movement help reflect that? The movements can be fast or slow, flowy or sharp, playful or serious, but the biggest question is, does the routine make me feel something? When I look to the dance world, they talk about your body being your instrument. I think that is a very relevant way to understand how to interpret this deduction. You don't always have control over the choreography you're given, but you do have control over how you perform it. Try to bring yourself and your personality into that movement. Finally, the third point, 
quality of expression. This is the most straightforward expectation because the code defines it as projection and focus. This deduction relates specifically to the use of the head and face. Sometimes a gymnast will look down the entire time in a routine. And this would be an example where you might take a full one-tenth deduction. What you want to see here is that the gymnast is using her head and her focus shifts throughout the routine. That they don't have, you know, sometimes it's referred to as dead eyes or they feel very robotic and the routine feels flat. Here you want to see the athlete looking up, down, left, right, and not just going through the motion with her head, but projecting something with those movements and through facial expression. Ideally, the athlete is connecting with the audience or giving the illusion that she's connecting with the audience. Again, I go back to the dance community here because dance is all about performance and art to make the audience feel something. Here, your expression, projection, and focus should try to convey emotion of some sort. And this is why I think artistry takes practice. Hopefully, that helps explain the artist what artistry is, or at least the expectations of what the judges are looking for according to the code. Now, how do you develop that? As I mentioned earlier, I think it's something that needs to be taught and requires practice. I think you can work on drills, moving across the floor, practicing looking in different directions as you move. Some people will do floor routines and position teammates all around the floor and make the athletes make eye contact with all the different people they see. You can also work on choreography and allow the gymnast to work on feeling comfortable with their body and what it feels like to move. So for example, create different scenarios with your gymnast where maybe they, they have to express what it might look like if they're moving through mud or if they're moving through water or if they're floating in space, just so they can start to understand how to build that repertoire of movement. Some gymnasts also take ballet, jazz, hip hop, and other forms of dance. This can help them better understand how to connect with movement and music in distinctive styles, which then can be leveraged to create more personal routines. I personally also believe you need to practice facial expressions in your routine to drive at that quality of expression. If you don't practice it, smiling or fierce stares or any other emotion you're trying to convey, even a wink, then it's really hard to be able to turn that on when you're competing. You don't want to be thinking about the expression on your face. You want to be thinking about the corrections in your leaps and your tumbling and have the dance come naturally because you've worked so hard on it during practice. This is, this is you know, not, not where your focus should be in the middle of the meet is how many times I'm going to smile in my routine. It's something you just know, right? For me, my floor routine style evolved with age. My first floor routine was done in music called Pots and Pans. It was more dynamic and powerful. As I got older, I liked some of the Latin music that almost had classical elements to it and was very stylistic. Finally, in college, I used a piece of music called Little Wing by Stevie Ray Vaughan, sort of bluesy and sexy, and allowed me to project my personality through my movement. And you can see that these are very different styles. But as I grew older in the sport, my personality and style and what I liked in the world changed as well. And I was able to reflect that through these different routines. As you learn your personal style and what works best for you, don't be afraid to make changes and grow in the choreography. I also think when you have a routine that you like, it's a lot easier to be expressive and to feel like it reflects personal style, improving across all three buckets that you're being evaluated on by the judges. You might be thinking, how does this relate to compulsory? Well, compulsory routines are still an opportunity to develop these skills like projection and focus.
Compulsory routines also teach very specific dance movement and how to connect and how they connect. So, you know, as you move across the floor, you're still connecting dance and you're working very basic fundamental things. I know the criticism is that they can seem boring, but that should that should be even more of a reason to focus on how to optimize the quality of movement. It doesn't mean adding things like extra hand flicks or arm circles. It means being precise, but not void of personality. It allows you to develop things like how to work through your feet and understand control in your body positions and postures. Finally, it allows you as an athlete to learn how to connect movement and music, which is so important as you become an optional gymnast and you really have to find the the balance between those two because that further drives at that artistic element of the routine. There are some great gymnasts out there that really understand how to optimize artistry and stand out against their competition. Here are three examples of some of my favorite routines that I've seen over the years. The first one is Vanessa Atler's floor routine from 1999. I love this routine. It's so beautiful. It's dynamic. It's expressive. It's exciting. It's got fast movements and slow movements, things that flow through her arms and then pull in sharp. So there's just a lot of dimension to her movement. You can feel the expression. The movement is precise and it reflects the quality of her routine. Definitely an example of great artistry. Another example I love is a legacy routine that was performed this past season by UCLA gymnast Felicia Hano. The routine was originally choreographed for Sydney Sawa, I think back in 2014. This is a notable example of creative original choreography. It also, you know, this, this routine has a theme. And so it's really, it does a great job at telling a story and it comes across very clearly. The routine looks like there's an alien and some sort of cup character going after it. And the gymnast, whether it was Sydney or Felicia, is able to portray both those characters through her dance. The movements, again, are very precise. The focus is on her hand at times, which gives you the illusion of, the, of her interacting with that quote-unquote alien. Her expression throughout draws you further into the routine and, and helps tell that story. Everything in this routine flows together and creates consistent, constant movement and builds on, you know, again, the story that, that she's trying to tell. It's just, it's great. I love watching it. I think it's so much fun. The music sucks me in every time and I just start like bopping along and it's got very iconic dance moments to it that make you want to dance with the routine. Finally, my last example is a younger gymnast. She's out of Texas and competes for Texas Dreams. I think her routine went viral earlier this year as well. Her name is Sophia Holtz, and she's a perfect example of all three things that the judges are looking for in terms of artistry. She has original choreography. She does some really cool little movements. She has quality of movement that appears to reflect her personal style. Her music is fun, and she seems to be having so much fun as she's performing it, which makes you think that it reflects her personal style. And finally, she projects and focuses to the entire audience as she moves, and it totally draws you in. This routine is fun. It's got pop elements to it. It's a pop song, and she's just out there selling it like nobody's business. It's, it's really an awesome display of artistry. So that's just a little insight into the world of artistry. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions or feedback. If you want to learn more, you know, I can, I'll do my best. And we can't hear what a, wait to hear what you think. 
We'd also love to know what are some examples that you think of as great artistry and gymnasts that you love that demonstrate great artistry. You can email me, Rebecca, at leotard.com. We'd love to hear from you. Well, that's it for today. Good luck to everyone competing this weekend. I think there's an elite qualifier going on and people are starting to do tops testing. So, you know, good luck with all of that. Hope everybody has tons of success out there. Hope you have a great holiday weekend as well. Keep training hard, keep dancing around, feeling the music, and don't forget to point your toes. Thank you.